Welcome to Terra Crumbs, the Terra show by the community for the community. I'm Eli with Amani and Poppy. But before we get started, Terra Crumbs is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing on this show is advice. Nothing we say is an, is an inducement to make a particular investment or a particular or follow a particular strategy. Anything you invest in is at your own risk. Do your own research and consult with professionals. Today we have on Bobby Boy from White Whale in the White House with the white shirt. Um, <laughs> flies fuck per usual. Bobby, how's it going? It's going well. It's good to be here. So, so I'm I'm excited to have Bob here, even though that's not his real name. Um, apparently, we're going with the the um, pseudonym here. So I met Bob in Miami at Decentral. Apparently, he's he was an intern at the time. He was an intern for White Whale. Apparently, I have a thing for for making friends with interns. Um, uh, and um, we had a good time. We went to the uh, Decentral party together. I left early. He stayed late. We don't know what happened exactly. But then also, um, he's helped me spin up the LA Terra community group, even though he lives in San Diego. Um, and so, yeah, we've become friends over time. And so it's, it's been good to get him on. He's actually, we, I wanted his dad. His dad is the actual Chad, Terra Chad of the family. But we're settling for Bob. So, so Bob, tell us tell us about how you got into crypto. Give us a sixty second version, not like the sixty minute version. Okay. So, uh, I think around twenty seventeen, I was like, "This is a scam, a speculative scam." And then my dad, so he's he's like sixty two now. He first started with BNB and Solana, uh, and Solana just sprinkled a little bit and then just like 10 X and then was like, okay, something's going on here. And like with Bitcoin, it was like a little bit different where it was like, we didn't really get like the whole, there's no intrinsic value, but like with DeFi, I was like, okay, it's replacing the financial system in a better way. So like that really makes sense. And then Terra came along and we're like, okay, like the centralization problem with Tether is huge. Like why would we trust like Tether over the U S government? Um, so then Terra with its decentralized stablecoin came along and then, and my dad was the one who pitched it to me. And so, and then, so that actually was in May. Um, so we got in at a pretty good time and the June, July was when white whale started and Sebastian, uh, he tweeted out that he was looking for devs and I had had experience working at a quantitative hedge fund. And I was also working at a trad five bank doing coding. So. I reached out and got an internship and I actually had one more semester of school left. So I was part-time doing school and white whale. And then I just finished school. So now I'm full-time. Congratulations. Yeah. Normally. So it's like the alternate path that most of us go through where we try to convince our parents, they should invest in crypto. Your parents actually convinced you, you should invest in it. But uh, one of these days we will have your father on the show. Um, We just haven't been successful yet. Sounds good. He'll probably teach you guys a thing or two. He he knows all the DGEN strategies more than I do. <laughs> Is he coming to Austin? By the way, I don't know if we've even, if everyone knows about this, there's going to be a DAP Expo in Austin, June 9th and 10th, with a TFI Alpha. Breaking Alpha here right now. Is your dad coming? Uh, I'll try and convince him. It, he, he was busy for the LA one, but I'll try and, I'll tell him early enough that he can't. Ter- 
Tara Crumbs is sponsoring the ticket. And when I say Tara Crumbs, I mean Poppy because he's the one who makes like half a million dollars a day doing flash loans and ARBs. But we'll get into that later. Uh, speaking of tickets, Amanda, I'm, I'm not aware there are tickets. I think it's just one of those, you know, just show up and Doquan lets you in the door. Event. Actually, yeah, that, that worked well last time, right? So I mean, funny. Go get into the States. Well, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, what's new with White Whale? What's going on? So we're about to roll out our uh, V2 bot, which is written in Go. Um, we just passed our governor's poll for flash loans, which is a big deal. Um, so we have a lot of upgrades coming out for that to make it more seamless because sort of needs to be like a front end and a second contract to make it easier for people. And we have to write some docs for how, uh, how to really do that for, to do the development for um, using the contract. So we have a lot of stuff. So wait, wait, let's, let's slow, let's slow it down a little bit. So for, for people who don't know, go look it up if you want to get into the details, but white whale is a way for community members to help maintain the bag. And so what you can essentially do is deposit UST into white whale. Um, and white whale will use your UST to arb the peg. Um, and slow down, Amani. I, I, I'm actually really curious about this. So how right, is right, White sorry. Whale? I, I thought I was going pretty slow already. Yeah, I, no, I, I no, thought no, I was no. Struggling. We, we okay. need to like stop right there. So right, stop how, how yeah. is White Whale arbing the peg? Like, can you give us some insights on that? Um, yeah. So currently we have a Python bot. So there's L1 arbitrage. So there's basically there's the prices done by the validators where you can always exchange um, one UST for a dollar's worth of Luna. And then you also have the DEXs, right? So if there's ever a price difference, you can buy on one and sell on the other based. If one's lower, then you buy there and sell on the other to make the difference. And then it also, um, that, that price difference, it'll bring the peg back, um, essentially. Because the, the peg is seen by um, basically the price of Luna on the DEXs versus the validator Luna price. Got it. So all of the arbitrage that White Whale is doing is is on chain between the DEXs and the native swap mechanism. Um, we have we quickly realized that like a lot of the the DEX the like arbitrage profits like so we have a bot that's doing that right. But within Python, it's a little bit slow, so we're not really seeing like the gains that we want. So like that's what we kind of had a. It's just like we're switching over to the Go now. So it's much faster so that we can be there quicker. But also we realized that the L1 isn't actually the most profitable. The most profitable is the multi-dex. And we're just starting to move into that where you can basically just see like Kuji or Ank on like Loop versus Astroport or TerraSwap. And like if the prices are different, then you do that. And then there's also like multi-step where it's like you go from Kuji, like UST, or UST Kuji, and then Kuji AUST, and then AUST back to UST, and like so multi-step. So like you can do all of that, take advantage of price inefficiencies. And we're just sort of adding that now with our GoBot. Um, yeah, and I think so. Like one of the big things that we're rolling out soon that I think you'd like 
uh, since you're talking about the B-Luna ARP, is that we're going to do our Luna Vault, which is just a really simple thing where it does the uh, buys, like when it's like whatever, um, large enough, like 2% off or something like that. And then immediately we'll, uh, we'll do the redemption. So then it'll just constantly be doing that for you whenever it hits a certain point. Um, so people don't have to watch anymore. And I'll also be doing that with Luna X and C Luna because they all basically have that. They all trade it around like occasionally two to 3% off. And then you can just wait the 21 days. And then if you do that um, for the whole year, you get something like 20 to like thir- up to 30% um, extra. That's Luna's really cool. Just yeah. I've, I've like considered like making a bot for that. It's just like not capital efficient enough, but no, that's, that's really cool. Hey, so question for you guys. In all of that, Eli and I don't know. Did we cover flash loans or did we not cover no, flash we, loans? We haven't touched flash loans. All right. What? Should we talk about <laughs> flash loans? Yeah. Let's this get is a new thing, loans. right? This is a new so, thing. Flash loans are kind of your specialty, right, Poppy? Uh, not really. I do a little bit with flash loans, but not like – not in the the context of Terra. Like this is this is going to be like a whole new like. Yeah, realm. no, you were no. That's what I mean. I think it, when I first met you, you were doing flash loans with Die, I believe, right? With Ave and Die. Flash loans to open up uh, leveraged Die positions. So it's just to explain that real quick. Um, you know, Die is a CDP based stablecoin, so you can mint Die using collateral. Um, I, I always give people like die die fans or you know um, what's his name Monet Supply on Twitter who's always fighting Terra. I always give him shit for this, but I've taken advantage of this myself. So in uh, die basically allows you to have like 50x leveraged positions through their CDPs. So um, you can deposit USDC die Uni V2 collateral and then mint like 90% of the value in die. So essentially 50x leverage. Um, now, if you use flash loans, like you could use like 10K and open up like a $500,000 uh, position that's backed by LP and you earn fees on the 50X leverage LP um, and there's no interest. So it's 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 attractive. I think like the APY comes out to like 30 or 40 percent, um, but it is expensive to go in and out of those positions. So there's there's some overhead there. Um, but yeah, so to get into flash loans, um, Bob, why don't why don't you take it? Kind of give us an overview uh, okay. of where, so, where you see this being applied in Terra. So I think probably the most interesting is for like self-liquidations. This is really exciting for me because I have uh, an anchor borrow position and I have been in the past very, very worried about getting liquidated. So basically, essentially what you can do. So like here's here's an interesting situation. So let's say like you borrow $100 and then you're not very smart. So you you lock it up in like a Mars lock drop. So like you borrowed money and you locked it up. So you can never, you can't really repay it back. Right. And then the price of Luna goes down and then you're nearing liquidation. Right. So you don't have money to pay back that, um, that uh, your borrowed position, but you do have the Luna as collateral. And if, if you get liquidated, your that's Luna is going to be sold at like a discount to people at Kujira for like, three percent up to four fifteen percent something like that um which would be a pretty huge hit for you um so then instead you can take a flash loan pay our fee is 0.1 percent pay um pay off your borrowed amount 
sell at the same time, sell um, your collateral at the market rate instead of at a discount to liquidators. And then essentially you paid off your borrowed position, but for a much smaller fee of 0.1% instead of the getting liquidated discount fee. So you take a much smaller hit and escape liquidation, which I think would be tremendous and huge. And especially like with all these new borrowing protocols, like using like self-liquidation to save yourself would be like so powerful. So how does that work with like the anchor liquidation cube? You you have to, your your bids have to age for 10 minutes before you activate them. So you wouldn't be able to use a flash line to do that. Yeah, it would like, it's called self-liquidation, but you wouldn't actually be like liquidating yourself. It's more like you're paying, you're paying off your, your borrow position, but preventing yourself from being liquidated. Like it's, it's sort of a bad term, I guess, but that's like sort of what it, what they call it, like on other change chains. But like in that, in that case, you're, you're just, you're, you don't have the money to pay off the hundred dollars because you locked it up or whatever. So then you borrow a hundred bucks from us and then you sell because now your collateral is free. You sell some of that collateral at the market rate. So then you have a hundred, like a hundred dollars plus the fee. And then you, you uh, pay back white whale and then you're free of your thing and you didn't have to lose your Luna at a disc- big discount. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. So, so it's like a transaction that's executed in the context of the user's wallet where they pay off their own loan mm-hmm. using the flash loan, withdraw their yeah. own collateral, sell the collateral, pay off the flash loan. That yeah. makes sense. That's the, cool. Yeah. That, that's, I, that's awesome. Wait, so how can you do this though? Is there going to be, you have to interact with the contract or do you have to write code? Yeah, so this isn't out yet. This is really just an idea that like, I think would be a great use of flash loans. Um, so yeah, I mean, like you at like, there's so many things you can do. Like people can use our, our flash loan for like arbitrage and extra, like if it costs, they don't have enough capital to, but they see an arb trade, they can use the flash loan. That's just one use case. And I think that like that one in my eyes, cause I'm an anchor borrower. I like would love that for someone to build that product. And actually like, I think, I guess this is alpha, but well, this is being released on Monday. So, um, at well, we're thinking of doing a hackathon, like we're with some, like a big, a decent prize purse, maybe determined by the community where it's just uh, a hackathon for making use cases for flash loans. And that's my idea Excellent. maybe for someone to make, because I, I think that would be a great product. Yeah, honestly, like the, the whole concept of flash loans kind of inspires me to maybe take another look at, you know, getting back into those competitive trades where, you know, you're trying to front run the, the mempool against all these other ARB bots because the, there's a lot of potential for some huge profits there. Um, as we saw in December when there was uh, some Oracle craziness going on. There's, there's cool. also just a lot, a lot more new, uh, new tokens launched on Terra all the time. So things are, so, everything's getting spread thin. So when do you think, so, I mean, I think this is, uh, I mean, we have to ask the question, when moon for white whale token <laughs> i think uh we, we just we have a lot in the pipeline and we we just um i think i think people are going to love the luna vault i really think they're going to like that a lot and i think when when people see um our our v2 bot and our um flash loans being used a lot i think people are going to be really excited about what we've been building I think recently there's been a lot of new shiny things and we've maybe not been so shiny, but we're okay with that. We're, we're, we're just building. 
and getting things done. So, so I have to ask the question um, on the topic of flash loans. Um, mm-hmm. Do you foresee like any risk to the ecosystem with the introduction of flash loans? Um, I, I personally like when you guys announced flash loans. Like I went through like every lending market in Terra and like looked at the oracles and make sure you know. Like they're they're getting their their price data from you know a source that can't easily be, be manipulated by flash loans. Like that's something that that concerns me a bit. Um, have you guys considered that at all? Is there any like potential mitigations or um, is that something you've, you've even thought about? I think it's not really your we, problem, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's we sort of just thought about it more so in in the context of arbitrage. Um, because that's what we're using for. And we sort of wrote it for ourselves and then open sourced it and made it use because we also have capital in our UST vault. So we made that free and open to use. So yeah, I don't think, I think we'll, we'll definitely be on the lookout for things like that. And in the events, it's something needs to be turned off. We have the power to like put it back to whitelist only. Is there any sort of like cap um, to how much you can flash loan? Is nope, it based up, on the up and yeah? So basically, I, I can explain how it works exactly. Basically, you call a contract, uh, ask for how much UST you need. You do your user actions, whether that's like self liquidate yourself or do an arbitrage, and then at the end, you you send back that money plus fee. And so the contract will check that makes the, that you're sending back enough money and the fee. And if not, it cancels the trade. So there's like really no way to to mess it up and and uh, like further clarify like for someone building on flash loans mm-hmm. um it doesn't necessarily require that you deploy your own custom contract you could simply just you know have like a message in your transaction take out flash loan do actions with other messages and then you have the repay message at the at the end of the transaction right i think so but that's more a question for our smart contract team <laughs> okay fair enough yeah Hey, so, okay, we've given, um, considering that uh, Whitewell hasn't sponsored the show, we've given them almost as much airtime as prison <laughs> at this point. Um, <laughs> all right, so um, I'm looking at the, our, our list of topics. We're going to throw a curveball. Obviously, we want to get to the Mars launch, but before we do, Bob, we're going to play a game. Um <laughs> The game is called Terra Protocols, semicolon, marry, fuck, kill. Okay. Which one would you marry? Which one would you fuck? And which one would you kill? Well, we got to give them. Uh, you got to give me three <laughs> options, right? You got to give me three options. No, you, you just have to choose. No, that, sure. that's not how the game works. You got to give three. <laughs> Do you have to give three options? Yeah, you no, have to. no, no. Oh, really? No, yes, you don't have yeah, to yeah, yeah, you do. Yes, you do. You, you your to. options are the entire pool of your of options protocols. are Terra protocols. <laughs> no, you, you gotta give me three. There's too many. What, what are the three? All right, Eli, Poppy, which three would you give him? I'm thinking. I'm thinking Kado. Um, of course oof, you're gonna kill Kado. You're know. gonna fuck. Uh, is, is, is Kato a protocol though? Like, I don't know if that counts. Uh, I, think give, I think just given Terra Crumb's relationship with Kato, we I need okay. to give Bob the opportunity to kill them. Um, 
Okay, okay, I, I got this. TerraSwap right. loop ash report. Go. Oh, there you go. It's perfect. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> perfect. Uh, Mary ash report. Uh, <laughs> fuck TerraSwap kill loop. Sorry, loop. <laughs> 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 they do make a lot of good arm opportunities, though. So. <laughs> Looks pretty good. All right. I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> I was, I don't know. We might have to cut that. We're gonna have to cut that. You know, <laughs> you know right, we're having a ton of shit now. I, I thought that three. was that was quite quite a fair, you know, three selection of protocols. No, it was true. I mean, that Thank was the you. only that was the only thing where we had three. I mean, we could also do Anchor Edge and Mars, but I think like that, that's nah. a little bit harder. <laughs> do you yeah. like what? I think it's Mars Prism. What are the other Delphi? Is there another Delphi? Just of the three Delphi's, or is there no? Third? The three Delphi's are Astroport, Mars, and uh, they aren't on Prism. I think they're they're somewhat oh. invested in Levana. Okay, so Mary fuck kill those three. All right, Mary fuck kill Astroport, Levana, and um, Mars. Yeah, you. I'm asking you that one. Oh, you're asking me that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, this game works two ways, Imani. Come on. God damn it. No, I'm the host. I'm not doing this. Um... <laughs> Eli's the host. Come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'm the host, Chris. What are you talking about? All right, Eli, you do it. I'm not the intern. All right. Ugh. This isn't fair. Eli's never used these protocols. <laughs> well, <laughs> but um... to be fair, no one's used Levana. So, uh... I, I've used oh, Levana. What are you shit. talking about? When, have you, how have you used Levana? I got my little dragon eggs over there. All okay. Right. I think no, All I think right. I figured it out. I think I figured it out. Okay. So okay. I'd, I'd marry Mars. I would kill Astroport and I would fuck Lavana because I've always wanted to have sex with a dragon. That's my like sh- Shrek donkey, Jesus. you know. Shrek two style, you know what I mean? This went, this went totally All off right. the this rails. This needs to be the preview. <laughs> but then we, we need to cut this out. We need yeah. to cut this out of the video. It has to be the preview. <laughs> All right, let's go to. Um, well, let's talk no, about. Come on, that, come on. Tell me, that, you guys have seen Shrek two, right? Uh, no, so. there's the freaking sexy dragon. Yeah, I've seen it. All no, right, thank I, you. I get you. All right, All right. I, I get weird. you. I get you, Eli. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. You know what? Move. Let's move. Fuck you guys. All right, let's go. Let's go to the. Let's go to the Mars launch because um, what I heard was that Eli was not happy about how it went, and he had some words for Jose at Delphi. Eli, I do. I do have some words for Jose at Delphi. Come back home. We love you. We miss. You. <laughs> um, so, what was the story with the uh, the Mars launch? Basically, the smart contracts got got published early. So I um, honestly like okay, let's talk about the Mars launch because I think that's like okay. a really minor detail. Like yeah. the the smart contracts were put on chain. Someone figured out how to claim their their airdrop and they sold early. Like big deal. That's that it? it. That's all that happened. That's it. That's it. and then so, I, I honestly didn't see it that way. I mean, it was going to happen no matter what. Um. The the other like issues with the Mars launch was that there was some infrastructure congestion at the time when they launched, but they sorted that out within a few hours, um, and it's been stable since then. So that wasn't actually Mars's fault, right? That was yeah. Uh... They were using the like a infrastructure provider. I think like 
Denku is hosting his nose. And, and like, I'm not talking poorly of anyone here, but uh, I think it's like DAC Capital or something who is hosting like the Hive node and it wasn't responding or something like that. Um, I will say, though, when everyone said they couldn't claim their airdrop, I had no problem claiming my airdrop. So, like, I don't know how much of this is, like, actually true. Like, um, it's what I read on Twitter. But I, I personally don't see it as a big deal. Um, so I will say... The, what did people... What was the controversy? What, what was the issue? It was, it was just that some people were able to both claim and dump their airdrop before people who only know how to use a website we're able to do so is that the deal is other people got to dump before other people right um now one yeah. thing i did notice um kind of like after the launch like i was like contemplating like whether or not to pick up a bag of mars tokens um and then i found two massive wallets um that had like it was like two million and like 12 million mars tokens like there was like one to two percent of the total supply and they were just like non-stop dumping um and i posted something on twitter like you know i'm gonna wait till 50 cents i never got the 50 cents and i haven't picked up my bag yet but um Yikes. i i mean it, it's it's kind of it's kind of how the launch was gonna go no matter what like people locked their ust and they got mars token and in exchange the protocol got you know like near zero interest ust loans for you know however long that capital is locked i think it's like three months or something um, so like, I think like the whole launch mechanism, yeah, there, I mean, it wasn't too bad in like the history of like terror protocol launches. It was a little bumpy. Um, but I think like overall it was, it was pretty good. And like the protocol now and fields of Mars, like it's really, really cool stuff. It's a great protocol, but like, how did it differ from the Astroport launch? Right. I, I, I just, I guess I assumed it was going to be the same mechanism. Um, it was quite similar to the Ash Report launch. Man, but the the chart looks different. Let me look this up. I'm curious, like what what you think of their kind of like lock drop, like and then um, LBP well, strategy. What I tell the most people, so like I think the whole like deposit UST and lock it for three months and get tokens in exchange. I think that's a really fair and and like cool way to launch a protocol. Where it gets a bit dicey is like the decision you have to make after phase one, whether it's, you know, withdraw your Mars token or lock it into LP and get more Mars tokens. Um, from my perspective, that's just a complete nightmare from like a tax and reporting perspective. Like I don't even touch it just because of that. Um, I, I, I do like the way Delphi is launching protocols though. It's, it's from the way protocols were being launched, like, you know, summer of last year to now, it, it's it's a much smoother process. It seems like there's almost in phase two, like it's almost a very bad idea to su supply um, liquidity. Essentially, like if you put your your Mars tokens and lock and put it in for liquidity providing, it's almost better to just wait till the end of phase two and just sell it like people did, because people made like. Um, pretty decent returns if they were early. Um, I, I think on their where US, they could, on, I, I think, sorry, go ahead. I, I was done. Oh, so I think where they can kind of improve the model is to maybe have like a penalty 
um, where you lose a portion of your Mars tokens if you don't go into phase two or if you sell early or, or something like that. I haven't really thought it out, but some sort of penalty that, that tries to mitigate the selling pressure that happens in the beginning after, you know, after all those tokens are, are released. Maybe like, yeah, more like, cause there's not enough incentive cause people are just going to like the people that missed phase one are going to add UST and, and a little, a few people are going to put uh, Mars token on the other side. So then the price is going to be high and then it's going to end the phase. And then people are going to sell their, the Mars they got um, for locking up UST. Like, cause by adding it to the pool, they're only making the price lower for themselves. Um, but but it's right, so like the, and the rewards they offer aren't that great. Aren't like, and the, the other downside is you also have all the selling pressure for all these people who just, you know, they got an airdrop and they just dump mm -hmm. their airdrops because they don't care. Um, so that's why I think like, you know, I think like Luar is doing something like this where they they're charging like a 5% fee that goes to liquidity providers for like the first, you know, however months of the protocol. I, I don't know what it is specifically, but um, I, I like their model. I think it can be improved. Um, but like overall, I thought it was pretty smooth. I think I'm so. Ours. Um, I applied to be their CFO, and they said I didn't have the credentials and I wasn't good enough. So I just kind of washed my hands of them. <laughs> <laughs> I told them I'm good at math. I don't understand, but it's fine. Was it so, arithmetic? No, it was the CFO, the chief financial officer. Um, so I don't know. I mean, simple numbers. I get those. Hey, go on. Um, just a little peeved. So I, I think like the real interesting aspect of Mars is Fields of Mars, which is the first introduction to the Terra ecosystem of leveraged yield farming. Um, Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, we we needed that, right? Oh Papa, yeah, no. Bobby, you introduced awesome. me to this. Yeah, you introduced me to this on other chains where you know you can borrow against the same collateral that you put in, and you can multiply your your LP rewards. So yeah, we we've needed that for a while. It, it's it's actually quite insane. So like right now, you can get like seven hundred percent APY on on like the anchor farm. Um, so it's it's pretty cool. Um, and you can also like. With like the the Luna the Luna farm, I mean, there's there's other ways to do this with with Mirror and ANC, but you could basically delta neutral farm them, somewhat delta neutral, not like completely delta neutral. You still have like some impermanent loss exposure, um, but like you could take like uh like a short position on ANC and then you know buy the same amount of ANC and then delta uh, and then leverage farm it on Mars. And so you kind of neutral out your ANC price exposure and gain, you know, 700% interest. Um, Bro, so this, is like, this is Terra crumbs, not Terra brains. What, what the <laughs> fuck did any of that mean? <laughs> what, what, what did that I mean? mean? You, you can also do it on chain with like Luna. You could take a Luna loan on Mars. No, no, walk could... through that. No, but walk through that strategy. Just like, let's do this for our, our listeners. Sure, I sure. obviously understood it. Eli understood mm -hmm. it. Bob understood it, but so um, it, it's basically a way to create a hedge position, and you're arbitraging the interest rate that you pay on your short position, and the yield that you're earning on your essentially long position. So you could take out an ANC loan on, you know, let's say KuCoin, right? 
Um, or you could even do it on, on chain with like edge protocol. Um, that's pretty much it. Or, or okay, so let's just, all right, let's slow down there. This is okay. All right. So you take, you borrow, so you put collateral in and you borrow yep. ANC. So at this yep. point you are short ANC, meaning if the price of ANC goes down, you owe less money back to the loan that you took out. So you're, you're, so you, let's, you benefit let's, let's from pick, ANC going down. Let's, let's just pick an example here. We'll go with the KuCoin examples. So with ANC uh, and, and KuCoin. So you would take a loan of ANC token on KuCoin. You just do it through like their cross margin uh, product. You would... Um, if you had enough collateral, you could actually withdraw that ANC and then deploy the ANC. But if you didn't have enough collateral, you could just sell the ANC on KuCoin. And so whatever that is stays on KuCoin and is collateralizing your, your short position. Um, and KuCoin margin, I think, allows you to do 10x. So you have a good buffer there. Um, like you're not going to get like liquidated if it just fluctuates slightly. So now that you're short ANC tokens, let's say you're short 100 ANC token on KuCoin. You could then buy 100 ANC token on the Terra blockchain. Um, obviously, you'd want to either buy it for less than what you uh, shorted it for, or um, or you know try try and make sure you get a good price on it. Um, so you'd buy the same amount on the Terra chain. Then you take that 100 ANC and you would deploy that into the Fields of Mars product and earn 700% interest on it. Um, now the potential downside is there's impermanent loss. So when the price of ANC goes up, you know, 50%, you might lose like 2%, something like that. Um, and then there's also a potential, a very small risk of being liquidated. And then whatever that liquidation premium is, is a loss. Um, so, but like, there's very little risk of being liquidated if you're not like highly leveraged. And I, I, I mean, the way I do this is I don't really leverage. I mean, you could be like more capital efficient and like on KuCoin, you could, uh, you know, short 100 ANC and then, you know, only keep like, I don't know how this would work. Sorry, I haven't like thought about this too much. Sorry, oh, really? Cut, wow. Cut so you're just, out. you're just going off the dome there? What? Holy shit. <laughs> um. Sorry, sorry, I got lost. It gets complicated. Um, but with like the collateral on KuCoin, you don't necessarily need to over collateralize the position, is what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got confused. <laughs> but basically, you're yeah. short 100 ANC. You buy the ANC somewhere else, so your position is 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 neutral from an ANC price exposure perspective. And then you yield farm that ANC token and earn 700% interest. And you're not paying 700% interest to take a short position on KuCoin. You could also do it with, with uh, futures as well, but that gets more complicated. All right. You got that, Bob? You yeah. did, didn't you? <laughs> easy, you did. easy peasy. Bobby, you got it? All right. By the way, I just want to tell whoever is running Edge Protocol... We don't give we don't give Edge Protocol enough time on the show. You know what I mean? Like we talk about Mars, we talk about Anchor. Edge Protocol put a nice product out there. The problem is they IP blocked all of us. So 
Edge Protocol. <laughs> We want to uh, talk. Uh, uh, we want to talk about your product, but I'm not going to talk about your product until I can access it without a VPN. So you're on the back shelf. Um, Amani, this is your fault. Like, why aren't you VPNing by default? Like, that's I, how you do crypto, man. Dude, it it breaks all kinds of other things in my life. What do you mean? It breaks. When you start VP, how am I going to like watch all right. YouTube TV and all of the other stuff on my computer? <laughs> okay, you have one browser that you dedicate to all your crypto shit, and then you set up a proxy for that browser that's always on. And so like, you wouldn't even know if your IP block. Edge protocol. If you want us to talk about you, <laughs> don't be pussies. Take the VPN block. <laughs> Take the IP block down. Edge protocol. I get it. Fuck the U.S. <laughs> Amen. Anyway, okay. Well, so we have more topic. It's a uh, Arca, which I know a ton about, but uh, we're gonna let Bob lead us on that one. Bob, tell us what happened today with the anchor vote. We had, so just to set this up, we actually talked about this. Arca and Polychain introduced a proposal. <laughs> Last week, we covered it on our show. Um, if you're not sure what, we're, uh, what the proposal was, um, go listen to that show. If you're unsure where to find that show, it's because Eli kicked us off of Terabyte's channel, and it's hard to find us now. Um, but that's okay. It We're on Terramoney TV now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, which has 20,000 Terra Money TV, which has 20,000 less followers than the channel that we were on last week. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's okay. Um, no, no. Uh, no, no it is you, it is you. This interview is going to make my career. You're super insensitive, Eli. Super insensitive. <laughs> We're trying okay. to get uh, we're trying to get Pan from uh, Star Terror on the show, but he hasn't been returning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so okay. let's get into the the Arca the Arca nonsense that started today. Um, so Arca decided to put up their proposal, um, which is to uh, basically reduce the yield of Anchor UST um, based on how much is deposited. Um, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So their, their idea is to make Anchor more sustainable, uh, reduce the yield for, for larger wallets um, so that, you know, Anchor can, can continue to function. Um, completely ignoring the fact that, you know, um, it's, it's quite easy to create multiple wallets and distribute multiple amounts between many wallets. Um, so the, the, Proposal went up without really a whole lot of community feedback, um, and it was it was interesting because in the in the early hours of today the proposal didn't look like it was going through, and then all of a sudden it passed quorum with a yes vote, um, which was really interesting. And we uh, we started looking into the wallets that voted yes on their proposal, and we found two massive wallets that basically looked like they were from the same exact person. They uh, were both funded from the Binance withdrawal uh, wallet. And they both followed the same withdrawal procedure where 
uh, you know, five ANC token was withdrawn from the, the Binance withdrawal wallet, and then like five million ANC token was withdrawn, and then like another five million. And they both follow the same exact process. And then all of those ANC token withdrawn from Binance between these two wallets were used to vote yes on this proposal. So that sounds kind of scammy. Um, I'm just reading the room a little bit. Uh, it, it's it's very scammy because the, the proposal, it, I, I don't know what the intention is here, but like I don't think the proposal will do anything to fix Anchor. I think it's probably like one of the most half-assed proposals I, I have seen put up for vote on Anchor. Um, what, what, are you, what do you think about this, Imani? So here's my take on, here was my original take on this. Um, I think... <laughs> This is complicated because I, I had a take on Arca. Um, I, 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 I listened to like Jeff Dorman's. I've been listening to Jeff Dorman's podcast. He's on the Real Vision Network for, for months now, like damn near almost a year. Um, they've been activist investors in a way on Sushi for a while. Um, you know, prior to today, I would have said that they're good actors. They misread what anchor is and what anchor is capable of being um as a consumer product and not a DeFi product and that they had good you know good intentions we should work with them we should collaborate with them it's obvious that things are broken on the ink token side and we should all uh kumbaya to make this better after the things i saw today um and by the way not only did i believe that I went on Twitter and posted it and got absolutely pummeled because I hadn't seen all of the shit that they've been doing. <laughs> and then people, and then like Ryan Ola, for example, um, like was like, Hey, you might want to look into this um, with this opinion you have. And I started digging into it and it was like, Oh yeah, well um, there's a lot of shady shit going on. And, and so, so now I don't know what to think. I mean, they're, in my opinion, you know, like just calling them suits and shitting on them, you know, they're, they're early investors, they're early advocates of the crypto space. I'm torn, you know, I want to believe that they are just misguided and that it's not just them being shitty. So but I don't know what to worse, think. You know what though. I mean? Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's worse. So, the, so I, I posted on Twitter like when the proposal first went live, and I noticed it, and I'm like, "LOL, you know, if this goes through, I'm gonna make a bot so that you can split up, split up your your AUST deposits between multiple wallets," because like the response from the Arca team was, "Oh, we think you know it's too difficult to manage multiple wallets, and this will mitigate that risk." And it's like, dude, do do you not like? I I have like ten wallets that I manage on a daily basis. It's it's easy. <laughs> Um, like it, it just didn't make any sense to me. And then, and then a non-intern found, found the wallet that actually put up the proposal and that wallet has been dumping like hundreds of thousands of ink token for like the past week. Um, and then combine that with the fact that there's two wallets that basically put the proposal through with, gave it a yes vote with quorum. It's, it's really, really, really shady. Yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah. So it's fucked up, you know. So what I mean, I thought mean I thought it was I thought I thought these guys were like valid participants in the ecosystem, and they're not. I was actually the thing that so that pisses me off more than anything is, 
I was really happy to have them just participating because, because historically they've just been focused on Ethereum. And so to now have these people coming over to Terra, to me, it means like, okay, we're, we're getting more people involved and there's a positive thing for the ecosystem. And maybe they didn't get this governance proposal, right. But um, we should not just shit on them. We should teach them and, guide them and i was wrong i was wrong it sounds like they're it sounds like they're dicks but i don't know so bob, right? like, what, I, it what, sounds what, like they're dicks you know so so bob why, why don't you uh give give your input here i think yeah to your point it's basically would just add more work for like us inside to like basically like divide everyone up everyone's earned portion into multi, a bunch of wallets um which would just be a pain in the ass um, and wouldn't really change anything. And essentially, I think it's more of like, they don't really understand, like people think that Anchor isn't sustainable, but it's more like that the 20% isn't sustainable. So like, even if the yield reserve runs out, I, it's still going to like yield a pretty high percent higher than most. Yeah, we uh, go to 15. Other... We go to yeah, 15, so, right? And yeah, it's still it's... amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I think... I'd, like, yeah, go ahead. Uh, to to your point, like I think the technical implications weren't at all considered because like I don't know if I don't know if you're too familiar with with ETH Anchor, um, but that's what basically enables Orion Protocol and the Avra Degen Box. And as far as I know, that does not like that that is just like one wallet that's like interacting that these protocols are interacting with through the ETH Anchor API. So like just like the the technical implications of this and and basically just making this into like this huge mess with three different AUST yield bearing derivatives it it would just be a nightmare to deal with. So let me ask you a question Poppy like there was a did you see the proposal from Jose? It's not a a, a real proposal it was just a tweet thread. Was this the Pedro Explorer one? I don't know what that means. Um, he, maybe he posted, he posted a good anchor proposal. He I, did, I'm yeah. Not like, go ahead. He, but I couldn't understand it because he was he was proposing like, hey, maybe there's a compromise where we can put gauges on the earn side. But and and I responded and I was like, how does that? How would you put gauges on the earn side and? Um, he, he actually said, love the ARCA team, but I voted no on proposal 18. Um, and if you go down on his thread, how would you put, how would you put gauges on the earn side? So I, I didn't, I, like, I'm not like versed enough in like that whole proposal to really speak to it. But what I can say is the whole premise of punishing borrowers or making it more difficult for borrowers just doesn't make sense. Um, so I think if you're going to do anything with Anchor, it needs to affect the the lending side or the AUST side of things. Um, I, I can't really like get into that proposal. I, I didn't like, I'm okay. not like versed enough in it to, to really speak to it. Yeah, now. fair enough. Yeah. It, it was interesting. It, it sounded like Jose had a proposal and, and I responded and asked how it would work, but no one's responded to me yet. Um, if you understand how gauges work on curve, um, I don't understand how you could potentially apply them to AUST and not break AUST the same way that 
Arca was going to break them, but I would love someone to just explain it to me. Maybe anyway, Jose next week, Eli. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think we you want me to get Jose. I'll call yeah, Jose. We'll get on. Jose and we'll we'll talk anchor oh. tokenomics. Yeah, Jose, please come on the show. Uh, tell all your little friends at Delphi that you're coming. Why are you on. calling all of his friends yeah. little? Why are you Shut calling up, them Eli. little little people? <laughs> That's fucked up, man. It's all right. All right. no, it's a joke. That's gonna get out. We've already asked. We've already asked Jose to come on the show. Okay, so. What else um, should we cover before we? Oh, take I think off? I, I got to go see my kids. We we need to just close the coffin on the Arca stuff. What what okay. even like made it even more worse? It was already bad. What made it even more worse is the response from like the I think it was like VP of like finance over at Arca to a non intern screenshot of them dumping oh, their yeah. token for the past week, and he was like, "LOL, bro. If we wanted to dump on your head, we would have done it at six dollars." <laughs> fucking assholes and then he yeah, deleted it fucking, we got that was jobs. that was where we knew they were pricks yeah right yeah. also by I the just, way it's, oh. it's not just that he said it it's that he deleted it you know <laughs> so if you, if if you want to be a bitch be a bitch but don't delete it you know what i mean we can screenshot things so <laughs> it makes um, it much worse yeah just like just own it just own who you are like some nodes going down and clogging things up and there was what looked like down. No, I'm not going to be the one who decides we're going to cover it. Shit. I mean, I can talk about terror infrastructure. It's like, no, no, let's not do it. But no, let's not do it. Let's not do it. (laughs) Okay. Um, I I think it just showed like the importance that all the dApps run their own nodes. So they don't overcrowd. That was kind of the the thing. That's kind of the thing I was getting at. And I think that, We've shit on Kujira quite a bit, but they were out in front on this, and they they decided they're going to run their own node, so they don't have to rely on Terra infrastructure, and that's a positive thing, right? Because it's more decentralized, and it should be like a given. Like I, I we've done that too from the start. Yeah, so maybe that... maybe we don't need to make a, a big topic out of it, but Kujira, congratulations, you run your own infrastructure, you don't rely on Terra stuff, White Whale. Congratulations. Support them by buying Tractera. their token. Come on. Tra- oh, by the way, okay. Go can Tractera. we talk about Tractera for a second? Oh, uh, we can. Can we talk yeah. about Tractera for a second? Poppy, yeah, we need is it your... useful? So, so can I, I'm going to talk about Tractera, the good and the bad, because we are fair on the show. All right, Poppy? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and this, Eli, this shit goes in, right? This goes in sure. the show? This okay. goes in. So I want to, we need to be transparent, right? Because I want to talk about, trans, uh, we, give, we give protocols credit when they do a good job and we give crit- protocols a, a, a tough time when they do a bad job. And Tractera was um, a proposal by Poppy so that we could all do our taxes. I think here's my review of Tractera, completely unfiltered. Um, it's been an absolute lifesaver. I don't use it for anything. I use Coinly. So I use it for the Coinly ex- export. And so for those of you who are, you know, starting to think about how they're going to get their taxes paid on time, check out Tractera. This was a community proposal that went into funding this. 
um, you can get a very good download of your transactions that you can load into Coinly. And I, I presume that it can go into other applications as well. But what I also want to say is it's not 100% seamless. Um, okay. Can I speak Poppy to that? And so I... Track, Track Terra is still in beta and we've yeah. been working tirelessly to improve our parser support. And we are at a point right now where we've, we've had to start cross-checking things against uh, flip side because we are so close, but we cannot find the discrepancy in our reports that are causing the, the current discrepancy. Um, so it is something that we're working on and it will get to a point where you just import the CSV and that's it. Yes. I actually, and that's cool. And by the way, all I, all I was going to say is when you're doing it now, like, and, and this is the exact same, like, what I would say is it's a, the exact same for Tractera as it is for all of my, I have thousands of Ethereum transactions as well. You still need to go in and kind of review them and reconcile them. And that's just the state of doing taxes and crypto right now, right? Like none of these tax programs can interpret every single action that you make on a blockchain. And so I'm actually very happy, dude. And, and Poppy, I was going to give you props. Like I would be lost without Tractera. But you need to load your stuff in. You need to go in and you need to understand like the different actions you took and make sure that they're being tagged appropriately and all of these different things. The only so reason I, actually... I bring it up is so that, so that people know like this is a tool you should be taking advantage of. We paid for it as a community, but it's not like, like, and it's the same with any of these different tools. You, it's not just like a plug and play thing. You, you know, you need to take responsibility of understanding how your transactions are being classified, et cetera. Go ahead. Sorry. So I just want to add to that. I also use Coinly because it's the only tax crypto tax reporting software that supports KuCoin. And I do a lot on KuCoin because, um, because KuCoin is my favorite exchange. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly uh, scared of KuCoin. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, go KuCoin's ahead, a nightmare. KuCoin has like missing transactions from their API and I have to go like through five support tickets to get stuff. But anyway, um, the, the issue with Coinly and we've actually had considerations in Tractera for this um, is they don't allow us to import transaction labels that are labeled pool deposit. So when you deposit tokens into a pool like LP tokens, um, that, that is actually a taxable event in the eyes of Coinly, and you have to actually go in Coinly and tag that as a pool deposit so they don't uh, create a taxable event there. Um, but Tractera generates reports that do flag these transactions as pool deposits. So if Coinly were to support pool deposit tags, um, that wouldn't be an issue. Um, but the goal of Tractera is to make it as easy as possible. Um, I'm glad it's working well for you, Imani. We still have quite a bit more work to do. Um, like I said, we are getting to like the end of parser support, but like right now we're just trying to sort out those discrepancies. So that way when you import that CSV um, and Coinly calculates your balances based on your transactions, that it all matches up to what you actually have on chain. Yeah. I mean, look like, and yeah, I hope it doesn't come across the wrong way. Like, dude, if you do a lot of degenning, liquidity pools, all that stuff, it is impossible to automate your tax reporting process. So like 
Tractera has done an incredible job. And the reason I bring this up is that I think we should be looking, and I think, Poppy, you should be looking at submitting another, um, and we didn't plan this in advance, um, submitting another proposal to get continued funding. I think that I think that Tractera is, is, is like filling in an important role as kind of like a middleman on organizing the data for these different uh, tax tools. Um, and so those of you who are out there who are struggling with it, don't give up. Tractera organizes it for you. Go check it out. Import it in. You're still going to have to do a decent, you're going to have to do a decent amount of like reconciling your transactions to make sure that they're captured well. But the alternative is like that they aren't even organized in a way that you would recognize them at all. Like Tractera puts it for you in a way where you know what's happening and then you can tag them. So hopefully that was meant to be a, an endorsement of Tractera. I don't know if it was Poppy, but people should know. Um, all right. Well, I appreciate it's the, going the, well. the kind words. Yeah, of Sounded course. good to me. I'll try it out. Great, great words. Great words, everyone. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out with us, Bob. It was a great time. Uh, please join us again next week. Um, Bob, you're you're going to be our guest again next week. Uh, thanks for Bob's watching. Dad, Bob's like. dad is going to be our guest. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bob Sr. Um, uh, thanks for watching. Please watch us on TTV. And if you don't want to, then, you know, fuck you. Uh, screw yourself. <laughs> Go fuck you guy. We love you. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>